0: Uh, We do actually have some real news that broke right before I was about to upload today's podcast, and that's wide receiver Josh Gordon is stepping away from football to focus on his mental health, leaving uh, the New England Patriots. Gordon posted on his Twitter account, I take my mental health very seriously at this point to ensure I remain able to perform at the highest level. Um... I have recently felt like I could have a better grasp on things mentally. With that said, I'll be stepping away from the football field for a bit to focus on my mental health. Uh, I want to thank Belichick, Kraft, as well as countless others with the Patriots organization for their continued support. He goes on. Um, but the the reason Gordon's stepping away, uh, it, it appears that he failed some sort of terms of his uh, substance deal with the nfl he's in the substance abuse program uh which means he could have failed a a marijuana test he could have failed the alcohol test Uh, i don't know they haven't made that information public but what we do know is that the nfl will do anything to help a player out unless that's allow that player to smoke weed And as we get more and more information about the medical benefits of marijuana, it's just a a stupid thing the NFL has refused to bend on. Again, I don't know what the details are, what happened with Gordon. I do think Josh Gordon does have uh, addiction issues. If you paid attention to his story and a lot of the things he's been through, it's deeper than just smoking weed or having an addiction to alcohol. And because he failed a, another test, he was facing an indefinite suspension by the NFL, which I think is bullshit. Um, look, I, I don't, I don't know the details of what's going on with with Josh Gordon. I think everybody wants to see him on the field because he the the, the talent's there. But if if it is a substance uh, abuse issue, if he has addiction problems, I don't know how suspending him and not giving him a job. <laughs> You know, not letting him do something that he does very well. I don't know how that helps him. I don't know why the NFL can't make exceptions in this department. Um it just seems it seems silly again i'm not saying i think alcohol can help josh gordon or even necessarily weed and i believe in the the medical value of marijuana i you have to understand his situation to really know whether that can help him but let's just say it is weed let's say he failed another marijuana test i don't know why uh kicking him out of the nfl which they would have done and they would make His ability to get back into the NFL, extremely difficult. Um, So if he needs help, I hope he gets it. I think that goes without saying. But also with uh, the Freedom Football League forming by former players, they've already stated that they're going to allow players to use uh, marijuana and they're not going to drug test them. I don't know. I just think trying to dictate what people put in their bodies is, is stupid, especially when you play a game that affects your body every single day. So, anyway, now to the podcast. Welcome to the That's Good Sports podcast. This is a podcast about football. I'm Brandon Perna, here with Will Keys, at Keys 6 on Twitter. Follow him there. Oh, is that it? That, I mean... I, uh, you shaved a little bit, didn't you?
1: I shaved a lot of it. Yeah.
0: You look, uh, you looked younger.
1: That's good to know. Uh, yeah. I, I wanted to take at least like 10 years off. So now I look like I'm 25 instead of 35.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I, to do that, I I do Botox.
1: Yeah. Well, we all knew that. That's, uh, (laughs) that's a requirement for making it onto ESPN or HBO. Yeah,
0: but I don't do it on my face. I do it on my balls so that they are just smooth like a bowling ball. Yeah, like eggs. Like eggs. Like eggs. eggs. Um, So really nobody can see what uh, the pain I go through to try and look younger, which is, it's like,
1: why do I even do it, you know?
0: The the question
1: unrelated to your smooth balls, but uh, does it ever keep you up at night? That Bill Simmons had a TV show on HBO and you didn't have it. Uh, it doesn't keep me up at night, but just um, during the day.
0: Do I think I could have had better success if given <laughs> a show opportunity on HBO? Yeah, you get you better you you better believe that shit will. Uh, well, I think
1: anybody could have had better success than Bill Simmons on HBO. But. Well, his show was it was just boring. Like,
0: I mean, it was just him talking to people. Uh, it's like you have this unique opportunity to talk about sports in a entertaining way. And it just really didn't happen. So, um, once I get my opportunity and my guaranteed money, then I won't give a shit if I fail miserably. Um, but I mean, Bills, he still has the ringer. They're still making money, I guess, somehow. Allegedly. Part of HBO. I don't know. But, yeah, Bill Simmons has – he got a show. Katie Nolan's had two shows. DeSuce and Marrow, they've had two shows. I've been given zero
1: shows. But yeah, – That hurts. I feel like – do we already talk about that once or every week? <laughs> uh, we talked about it last week. Yeah. We yeah. talked about – uh The Kyle Brandt. Oh, that's
0: right. The football uh, experience.
1: That's basically your show.
0: Yeah, I'll get my due.
1: Yeah, eventually. Or
0: I'll die under under underappreciated, like um, Van Gogh. um, Yeah, Van Gogh.
1: Yeah. Same beard, plus one ear.
0: Yeah, I'll cut. I'll cut off a different body part. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's a cliffhanger for next oh
0: i will leave which body part i should cut off as a yeah. poll on youtube that's if... only for the patreon subscribers <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah uh so will and i will we're, we're gonna break down there's a lot of shit happening in the nfl uh we'll try to talk about the game matchups that actually matter this week there are pro bowl snubs uh, and then with the Broncos, uh, well, uh, that's that's the the rundown for the Broncos. is uh, exactly. And uh, but we we, we, we do want to start
1: with some breaking news. Oh, it is breaking. Are you going to break it, or am I going to break it? I'll, well, I'll, I should break it. I actually went to journalism school, so I actually know how to break news. Okay, cool. Yeah, they don't teach you how to, you know. No, I yeah. didn't. I went to video school. Yeah, I don't teach you how to break news there. Uh, breaking news John Gruden of the Oakland Raiders signed quarterback. Wait for it. Nathan Peterman, formerly of the Buffalo Bills, owner of the worst interception to touchdown ratio, I think, in NFL history. This is huge. Um, I know we're going to dive into a little bit of worst take, but before we uh, put our Stephen A and, and Skip Bayless caps on, uh, do you have any rational thoughts on this signing?
0: I think I'll have to save those for my argument, Will. <laughs> I guess my one question is, what? what is, how bad is A.J. McCarron? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Uh, because he's he's the backup to Derek Carr, and many Broncos fans wanted A.J. McCarron to be signed uh, to the Broncos. Like, he was a name tossed around, you yeah. know, along with Case Keenum and Kirk Cousins and um, – Teddy Bridgewater and all these other guys. So, uh, I guess, do you think Nathan Peterman is better than A.J. McCarron?
1: Well, here's what's going to happen. Nathan Peterman, we all know him for wearing the number two, right? Uh, War number two at Pittsburgh, I think. Don't, please, no one fact check that. Uh, War number two with the Bills. A.J. McCarron, however, wears number two with the Raiders. So, uh, it's going to be a big sign of dominance if, Nathan Peterman uh, negotiated for the number two in his contract with the Raiders because we know John Gruden really loves him. So I think Nathan Peterman had a, a lot of leverage in these talks. Uh, so I think if if AJ McCarron loses his number to Nathan Peterman, he just has to retire.
0: AJ McCarron and Nathan Peterman will be fighting to uh, prove who the bigger number two is.
1: Yes. Well mm-hmm. – the biggest number two in Oakland is is actually just the Coliseum.
0: Oh, yeah. Oakland Raiders, one of three teams with zero Pro Bowl players nominated to the Pro well, Bowl.
1: Depends if you count uh, the, the, the players that uh, were previously on their roster this season.
0: Yeah, well, Khalil Mack made it. I really wanted Amari Cooper to make it just for the, the joke there. You if know? he had
1: played with Dallas for longer, he probably would have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um...
1: Well, let's, yeah, let's get into, uh, let's get a little worst take. Um, Yeah. Worst take time. All right. Yeah. We're, you know, sometimes from time to time we like to do a little, uh, you know, what would you call it? Like a debate show. Yeah. Uh, It's a parody. In the vein of of shows like undisputed, uh, first take, basically everything that Fox sports puts out there. Yeah. So,
0: uh, all 30 of those shows that are so unique and original.
1: Yeah, and it's just dudes speaking their mind and, and just having good sports takes. And yeah, better. passionate like we, about yeah.
0: what they believe.
1: Like know? we learned last week, um when uh first take was breaking down the Chargers and the Chiefs game, they're yeah. always they come from a place uh, of a very um you know, informed production. Uh and that's really? what we like to bring here too. Yeah, so, inform- informity. You know, pretend I'm the, the moderator, pretend I'm Molly Caram or whoever. Uh, and pretend I'm uh, married to Jalen Rose for a second, uh, okay. not in real life. But um, so the Raiders have signed Nathan Peterman. Um, I'm just going to lay this question out for you guys. Uh, should the Raiders start Nathan Peterman over not only A.J. McCarron, but also their incumbent starter, Derek Carr? Brandon, I'm going to start with you.
0: Ooh, well, wow, wow. Coming in with the guns a with that kind of question, Will – Let me ask you uh, a question here. What's the most important stat for a quarterback? What is the one stat you look at and it tells you everything you need to know about a quarterback, no questions asked?
1: Yards per attempt. Wrong. It's
0: completion percentage. Well, everybody knows completion percentage is the most important stat you could have. There's no way of fudging those numbers or padding your completion percentage. It's why Drew Brees is the greatest quarterback in the NFL. Well, Nathan Peterman has a higher completion percentage this season than his former quarterback competition, Josh Allen. So why the Buffalo Bills even let Nathan Peterman go when he's clearly better than Josh Allen doesn't make any sense. And I think this just proves why John Gruden outsmarting everybody when he, when he wants everybody to think he's not outsmarting them, brings in Nathan Peterman. Also, uh, I believe he finished one of his games this season with completing 100% of his passes.
1: Now, I got to tell you something. You can't count interceptions as completions, even though they were completed to the opposing team. He was, he was two for two. He was two for two. Will. Fair enough. Uh, against.
0: Well. Against. The Patriots. Yeah. Two of two against Bill Belichick's team. I'm supposed yards, to be impressed by that. 14 even... QB rating, 11.5 yards
1: uh, per attempt a team that couldn't even beat the Steelers on a three-game losing streak, a team that couldn't even beat the Dolphins, a team that couldn't even beat the Titans, a team that couldn't even beat the Jaguars. Blasphemous. Now let me tell you something about Nathan Peter. Let me tell you something, Brandon Perna. Have you ever seen the movie It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah, it's been a while, but it is the right season to watch that film. Well, I've never seen it either, but I assume it's about Christmas miracles. And let me tell you, about a Christmas miracle that we are witnessing today. And that is the signing of Nathan Peterman, because it's going to do one thing. It's going to keep the Oakland Raiders in Oakland. Ticket sales are going to go through the roof. People are here to watch Nathan Peterman, whether he succeeds or whether he fails. Asses will be in seats. and At the end of the day, the NFL is a business. The National Football League is a business. The National Football League is about selling tickets. And I'm not filibustering by saying National Football League because I'm just waiting for the timer to run out. I just want you to know that the National Football League is about entertainment and also about business and also about putting asses in seats. And Nathan Peterman did that. John Gruton had a stroke of genius. Uh, I think Mark Davis just had a regular stroke, but that's because he eats a lot of P.F. Changs. Uh, But when you have players in Oakland, now let me tell you, I'm thinking about players in Oakland. Uh, I'm thinking about Jared Cook. Uh, I'm thinking about Hunter Henry. I'm thinking about Tim Brown. I'm thinking about Jerry Rice. I'm thinking about Marshawn Lynch. That's a lot of pieces for Nathan Peterman to work with. I'm thinking about Fred Blitnikoff. I'm thinking about Napoleon Kaufman. (laughs) I've been thinking about Napoleon Kaufman. I've been thinking about Napoleon Kaufman since before you were born. Uh, I'm thinking about Rocky Cooper. I'm thinking about Khalil Mack. I'm thinking about all those guys. I'm not sure if any of them still play for the Raiders, but I've been thinking about them. Think about them. Just think about them for a while. And that's what I think about Nathan Peterman. This is just
0: all those players as well. So in our, our worst take segment, we are both pro Peterman. Yeah,
1: really nothing to argue about.
0: Okay. Pro Peterman. Uh, the The crazy thing is, I mean, Gruden sneaks in and signs Peterman before the Broncos Raiders game on Christmas Eve. Christmas okay. Eve is when they play. Uh, no way to honor the 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 birth of of Jesus by having two football teams out of the playoffs battle in primetime football.
1: That's right uh i'm looking forward to this game uh i don't you know what I, I lied i'm not looking forward to this game i don't know if i want to watch it really um, yeah it's gonna be uh it's we're gonna have to it sucks that it's on christmas eve it does uh, it's not as bad as the chiefs game that was on christmas two years ago uh <clears throat> because they just got destroyed and i don't, I don't you, remember you, that game. Shouldn't, I, you probably don't i wish i didn't either. Uh, anyway, I think I should record this game. Uh, maybe, and I think probably everyone should do this: is uh, enjoy time with the family first, uh, and then when everybody leaves or when you go home, uh, play it because it's all it's on TV no matter where you live. Uh, if you have a DVR, I would say record this. Spend some quality time with your family because you only get so much. Uh, the Broncos and Raiders play twice a year every year. And, yeah, uh, it was really uh, just. You know, we could have had this game on a Sunday. We could have had this game on a, a Saturday again. I would have been fine with that. But Christmas Eve, uh, way to just ruin the holidays.
0: Yeah. I mean, even heading, even heading into this season, I don't think anybody thought the Raiders were going to be competitive. Uh, so, it's just no. strange game to, to put on primetime. I know Broncos, Raiders, long history of – Having a great rivalry, but uh, not.
1: It's it's just uh, I don't think it's the same rivalry without Akeem Tlaib and Michael Crabtree anymore. Cause that was the only thing. Yeah, that was really
0: – that was keeping that rivalry. Hot. anything? Yeah. Um, you were at the Broncos Browns game on Saturday. What was that like?
1: Um, one thing I noticed was there were a lot of Browns fans, and I've never seen the Browns play. I don't know what their how you know, their fans crowd attendance is like. Uh, It was zero before this season. Probably. But you know what they say, uh, give the Browns six wins and uh, they're going to act like they're the New England Patriots. And that's kind of what it was like. And um, to anybody listening to this that has season tickets, please don't sell your season ticket or any of your tickets uh, to opposing fans. It's a tough scene all around. Uh, I left long before Baker Mayfield got to the set. Uh, or anything, and talk to the guys from NFL Network. But apparently, there's only Browns fans left, uh, and that might fly in like Arizona or San Diego or Los Angeles, but it shouldn't fly in Denver, Colorado. Uh, so all around, you know, uh, losing to the Browns for the first time since 1990 was bad enough. Losing to them at home since the first time for the first time since 1972 is bad enough. Uh, but having them invade your home stadium. Uh, that's a bridge too far for me. So uh fun to go. Always fun to go to the stadium. Uh I had a good time looking at the ring of fame outside and seeing all those old players. Uh but overall the product on the field was uh very subpar, as I'm sure everybody saw on television.
0: And your your dad's phone was not broken?
1: No, 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 no. No, you're uh you're safe. Um we we don't have to seize any of your assets. Good so don't worry.
0: I spilled I the spilled my water all over Will's dad's phone the night before the game when we met for beers.
1: Yep. Yep. Um it's safe. We're we're good. We're yeah, no, we're on Cincinnati.
0: Okay, good. I was very worried about that. <laughs> Cause uh Will their tickets were also on the phone. So <laughs> Yeah. Could have been <laughs> bad situation. Could've just ruined the whole trip. Coulda. Um the good news for the Broncos is that Philip Lindsay and Von Miller were selected to the Pro Bowl. Yep. Um, the Lindsay one, I mean, I don't think that surprises anybody. And I don't think I realized, like, with that on the radar, how big of an accomplishment it was as he became the first offensive, undrafted rookie to be selected to a Pro Bowl ever. So, um, that's pretty cool. It's basically the only thing we can say is cool and it's the only thing we can really talk about as Broncos fans optimistically for the next uh two weeks until the season's over and heads start rolling yeah. and we start getting amped up for the twenty nineteen comeback season.
1: Yeah, no, it's been sad recently that um we start looking forward to the off season like four weeks early, uh, these last two years. Yeah. But that's that's what happens when your team's not very good. And um you know, we're kinda we're kinda switching uh switching shoes with the Browns here, which again I don't like. I don't like uh I don't like having anything in common with the Browns really. But you know, that's just kinda what the seasons turn into. The only thing they should have in common is the color orange. And also the the B and the R and the O. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Phillip Lindsay. like, although he's had – I mean, I don't want to say it's his fault that you know, he's rushed for 54 yards over the last two games just because uh, teams have been gearing up for him. And yeah. Cincinnati didn't, uh, didn't play the run especially well. Uh, they don't play it well when they're trying to, but it didn't look like they were loading up to stop the run either, and he obviously gashed them. 49ers had the right idea. They also have a good defensive line, and that helps – uh, but they just said, we're going to stop the run no matter what. We're going to stop the inside run. We're going to stop the outside run. We're going to stop everything. And we're going to make Case Keenum beat us, and he couldn't. And the Browns saw that, and it's like, well, that's the, that's the same thing we're going to do. And the, the Broncos threw the ball. It felt like uh, twice as much as they, as they ran it, and it's, it's not a good formula for the Broncos. Uh, it kind of highlights – how dire things have gotten without guys like Demaryius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders uh, and, and Jeff Hireman. Uh, but it's not a winning formula for the Broncos. Teams have kind of figured out the weakness and uh, Philip Lindsay has kind of suffered because of that. But I'm still glad, you know, he made the Pro Bowl. He'll still get over a thousand yards with, with nine yards on, uh, on Christmas Eve, assuming he gets there. Uh, and overall, it's a, a really good season uh, to be proud of and, it's, it's a really cool honor to be the first uh, undrafted rookie, undrafted offensive rookie to make the Pro Bowl. I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Von Miller, though, I mean, we kind of... we, kinda, we, ex- we kinda expect, expect that? It. It's kind of like Champ Bailey back in the day. Yeah. You expect
0: Von be. Miller. I mean, he's still performing. He's still like top yeah. five in all the
1: all the important stats. I mean, he might be having his best season, uh, production wise since like what? 2012 his, his second year when he had like, uh, 18 sacks or something like that. 18 or 19 sacks. he has got 14 and a half right now. Uh, he broke Simon Fletcher's franchise record for sacks on Saturday. Uh, you throw in an interception there too. So obviously he doesn't just sack the quarterback, but yeah, he's having, he's having a terrific season. And, um, I think him and Chubb on either end, like people like to discredit a lot of what Chubb, do, Chubb does because he's got Von Miller on the other side, but it helps Von Miller a lot to have yeah. Chubb on the other side too. Uh, and it's like he hasn't really had anybody like this uh, since DeMarcus Ware was healthy really back in 2015. Um, so obviously the numbers are exploding because of that.
0: Yeah, and even in 2015 um... – Von Miller, uh, he only had, you know, 11 sacks that season. Um, So, in terms of sacks, his numbers are up. Uh, Of course, 2015, he wrecked the Super Bowl, won MVP. That was – many people would say that was impressive. Uh, I think. Not me. (laughs) Um, But, I mean, I don't know. I think – (laughs) you. You know the season's kind of in the tank when the biggest Broncos news story of the week was that John Elway thought about hiring Mike Shanahan at the end of last year.
1: Is that Elway texting you right now?
0: Yeah, he's telling me to shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah. Because he's going to hire hire Shanahan tomorrow. Yeah. He's hiring Shanahan on Christmas Eve. Ultimate switcheroo.
1: Obviously, like I, I saw your video about this, but what's like your overall take on, say, like a, a Cousins Shanahan Elway trio? I think that would be, I don't know, more successful than, um, I don't want to say what we have now because just about anything would be, but you think that would be more successful than, say, like what's going on in Minnesota?
0: I think Minnesota is about to flip the switch on their offense. I mean, okay. I think Kirk and Kirk Cousins. I don't think he's
1: played that bad this season. Um, no, he's had, he's, he's got good numbers. Uh, I think a lot of what's hurt Kirk cousins this year is all of his good games have been uh, like the morning have been in like the morning slot and pretty much all of his bad games have been prime time, like Thursday night. Uh, yeah. Well, he actually played well on Thursday night in the loss of the Rams, but like Sunday night football and Monday night football, he's pretty much stunk. And, All the games that he's been really, really impressive in, which have been quite a few, are just, like, morning games that get buried um, beneath, like, ten other games that are going on at the same time.
0: Yeah, I think Kirk Cousins is uh, clearly a better quarterback than Case Keenum. Um, He's definitely a better pocket passer. (laughs) Um, That's a take. I I think uh, what (laughs) – Look, I don't. We 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 talked about it in the video. Like, I don't know if she, Mike Shanahan could be a good NFL head coach at this point. Um, uh, after a while, you get you get too old. You get too stuck in your ways. Uh, I just don't. It, and that's not to say like he couldn't come in after taking a break, that uh, he's been reevaluating the way he would approach things offensively. Like, I'm not sold on the idea that he's still a top 10 head coach in the league. But what I do believe would be there is a good relationship between he and, in Kirk cousins. Um, obviously I think that plays a a really big role in your team's success. Um, but again, is Kirk cousins, the kind of quarterback who's actually going to carry your team? Um, probably not. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's like, he would have the you know a good running game in Denver. Uh but like the the receiving weapons in Minnesota are more talented. Like I don't know. I the Broncos have a, a lot of holes and a really good quarterback w- would solve a lot of those. But
1: uh yeah. yeah, I mean it feels like we should give um Case Keenum I don't want to say the benefit of the doubt because I think that's too strong, but I think we need to acknowledge that they traded away Demarius Thomas. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders got hurt. uh, And obviously his play has declined pretty sharply in the two games since Sanders got hurt. Jake Butt got hurt. His starting tight end, Jake Butt got hurt after three games. Uh, Jeff Hireman got hurt right as he was coming on to and establishing some kind of chemistry with with, uh, Case Keenum. So he hasn't really had uh the best of circumstances. Uh, his running games obviously been adequate, but I mean if you take uh Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen away from Kirk Cousins, uh, I think he's probably going to struggle too. Well, yeah.
0: No, he I mean that's why like neither one of them was a a home run <laughs> selection this offseason. Uh but they were just what appeared to be the best available Quarterbacks, yeah. And looking forward, you've got Joe Flacco getting people's, getting people half chubs. Oh man! Uh, you've got Nick That's Foles rough. possibly, you know, maybe coming oh, okay. out of Philadelphia.
1: Well, uh, yeah.
0: Teddy Bridgewater still maybe a possibility for somebody to trade for. I can't. I don't know what his contract is. With the Saints, if it's a one-year thing or what. So, it's we're going to do the exact same thing we did last offseason.
1: Well, let me throw out a name for you. Uh, let's say, hypothetically, Nick Foles, the guy you brought up, wins out in the last two games of the season. He already beat the Rams. Uh, he goes to the Super Bowl again. He plays, I don't know, Patrick Mahomes. Out-duels Patrick Mahomes. The final score is 41-33. to uh, Instead of catching a touchdown, uh, the the Eagles put him into the special teams like uh, Taysom Hill. He blocks a punt near the end of the game. Uh, someone picks it up, runs it in for a touchdown. He can't do it all by himself. Anyway, the Eagles can't get rid of Nick Foles. They want to trade Carson Wentz. How much do you give out for Carson Wentz?
0: Ooh.
1: Ooh. <laughs> I joke about it, but like, give, what if I would give Foles, away the first like, round
0: draft pick for him? And I think
1: you'd have to give up like two, two hmm. or two and change. I think, yeah, I would take Carson Wentz. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I would too. Uh, It doesn't help that he broke his back, no, uh, or tore his ACL the season before. Those aren't good things to happen. Um, but no, I joke about it, but like, it's a possibility that Nick Foles could be back in the playoffs for the Eagles again this year.
0: Yeah, no, if, he, if they catch another, like... Uh, and, like, yeah, and once win, that happens,
1: anything could happen, really.
0: Yeah. And then also even Nick Mullins out there starting to play well again. Starting to, I don't know. I mean, he, never, he, he was never horrible, but uh, he's, uh, I forget, somebody was talking about his stats today, and he's, like, top five, top uh, 50. Teen, top 10 and a lot of different things they just yeah. 49ers just beat the Seahawks um but I would imagine San Francisco keeps Nick Mullins uh, at least for for next season is because that's the exact same situation that the yeah. Eagles were in just another good backup quarterback fucking named Nick man yeah, it
1: feels like uh Jimmy Jimmy G insurance
0: yeah you got to get you got to keep that Jimmy G insurance
1: um yeah Anyway. Although, yeah, I mean, it's, it seems like the quarterback they're going to get rid of is uh, C.J. Beathard, but I don't think that excites uh, too many people in mm-hmm. our neck of the woods. Nobody cares about C.J. Yeah. Beathard. No, no. He couldn't even beat Goff. Why does he think he can beat hard? Only Nick Foles could beat Goff. That's right. That's right. Um, whoever else did. Wow. Well. <laughs> it's going to make a big Dick Nick joke, but I think that's just, it's been played out. Uh, so, yeah, a little bit, a little bit on the nose. Uh, Mike Shanahan and John Elway, one of the more interesting things that I've, like, gathered from this article by Woody Page is that when Mike Shanahan was basically czar of the Denver Broncos back when back in, like, I don't know, the mid to late 2000s, he wouldn't let John Elway into Dove Valley. Uh, when John Elway took over, he wouldn't let Mike Shanahan into Dove Valley how do you think this whole relationship got repaired so quickly?
0: <laughs> uh, I feel like losing will do that to you.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: Uh, Shanahan had to leave because he started to lose Elway facing back-to-back losing seasons. Nothing can end a feud, like everybody being losers, you know?
1: I guess so. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what the fucking feud was about. like <laughs> yeah, It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, they're natural adversaries. Why? Well, you guys won, won
0: each other Super Bowls. I don't yeah. know, man. It's yeah. just the ego, Made
1: each other's careers, what they yeah. are. It really doesn't make uh, any sort of sense to me.
0: No, it's probably. I mean, John Elway. I- I'm assuming w- w- must have wanted to be involved with the Broncos in some capacity, and Shanahan didn't want yeah, that to so. happen. I don't. I don't know. Like.
1: Probably. It Whatever. was probably like some tanning bed mishap. I, know, I was really, really drunk and like tried to get into it and accidentally spilled uh beer all over it and broke it. I don't know.
0: Electrocuted Mike.
1: Yeah, <laughs> which yeah, which led <laughs> to some of his uh, his poor decision making with Robert Griffin the Third's knees. I mean, yeah. like you're saying, uh, I like Mike Shanahan's not a top ten coach. I don't know if he was a top ten coach for the last like. Uh, eight years of his career because between two thousand and six and two thousand thirteen, which I think was his last year, uh in Washington, basically since the Jake Plummer uh playoff uh trip, he made the playoffs once and it was with Washington. And uh that didn't go over very well, obviously. Uh it might have cost Robert Griffin his future <laughs> in Washington. Uh, but yeah, he, it felt like he was sticking around and he was kind of getting by on reputation for the last few years. Um, I don't know that it would get any better with added time away from football. I mean, it it hasn't worked with John Gruden. Like he said in the video, uh, we have Joe Gibbs, uh, as kind of the precursor to that as well. That didn't work. It feels like, uh, the ultimate rehash and trying to uh, recapture some magic that has has kind of faded away and just kind of you know belongs yeah
0: well i, I think I, I think the Broncos might have uh run out of <laughs> have they might have used up their their magic there with the the gary Kubiak Super Bowl win yeah <laughs> Wade Phillips is the the defensive <laughs> coordinator, like you can only go back and take so many old coaches you used to have and, <laughs> and win with them
1: let 's get uh, Dan Reeves back here.
0: Yeah, and uh, like
1: those huge oversized glasses.
0: Red Miller. I think he's dead now,
1: but yeah, I don't know. Just name I him head don't coach. Know if that's possible. <laughs> just name him he's head coach. He's the ultimate he's the ultimate yes man for John Elway. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Literally can't say no. <laughs>
0: Here's um okay, so like Shanahan left Washington, right? Well was fired from Washington. They hire yeah. Jay Gruden, who's been there what five seasons now has never yeah, really I think so. has never really done anything made the playoffs but he once still has a job there and all of a maybe sudden for long. all of a sudden with Josh Johnson as his quarterback gets a win keeping Washington in the playoff race um, maybe he's out after this season but I would argue getting one win with Josh Johnson maybe makes him a candidate
1: for coach of the year. I think it's pretty impressive. Uh, I think that was Josh Johnson's first win ever. He started before. Like, he started back in 2011, his first win. He was drafted back in 2008. Yeah. Uh, that's, which I, that's so impressive though, to, to like kind of be in and out of football for 10 years. Like he, I feel like he was like with the Bengals, like three different times, uh, probably the Buccaneers as well. I don't really know the entire career arc uh, of Josh Johnson, but to like, but to stick with it for that long, to finally get a, a win in in what would be year eleven, is uh, I don't know. It'll probably be a Disney movie someday. Right. And so my uh, other that I won't watch, <laughs> like Million Dollar Arm.
0: <laughs> my yeah. My other I guess question there is. <laughs> Does Vance – like, I, I think they should move on from Vance Joseph, but – Yeah, I'll say. There's uh, – is there, like – Jay Gruden to me is an example of sticking around with somebody and seeing what happens. <laughs> like, I don't know. Is there any – can you make an argument because of all the injuries? Like, you wouldn't look at this season for Jay Gruden and be like, well, this is this is one we got to get rid of him. Alex Smith breaks his leg. Colt McCoy breaks his leg. You're stuck with Mark Sanchez yeah. and take Josh Johnson off the street. Vance Joseph has. Uh, there's been a lot of things out of his control, injury, uh, you know, related that have hurt this team. But like, is there any reason for, in your mind, for the Broncos to stick with him?
1: To stick with Vance Joseph, or for yes. the Redskins to stick with? No.
0: Well, no. I mean, I'm just using Gruden as a, yeah. an example okay. because, like, part of me says continuing to switch coaches isn't the answer, but the other part of me is like, well. I think it's pretty clear that Vance isn't the guy. I think the way yeah. that Brown's game was coached uh, in a loss is evidence of that. I think like he just doesn't have the instincts to call a game late. Like I, the last two weeks, it just, they made the wrong decisions, you know, in the fourth quarter and you can't do that as a head coach. And all of yeah. those, those decisions are, you know, you can
1: kind of argue points both ways, but like, Uh, right. Like obviously if the Broncos come down and case kingdom doesn't get sacked there on that final drive and they kick a field goal to win, uh, people aren't going to second guess Vance Joseph's decision. It might, it might've been the wrong decision either way, but people are only going to second guess you when you end up losing. Uh, but that's just kind of, that's kind of how it goes. And you gamble like that. Um, and I think it's more of a gamble to kick the field goal there and be down a point and to to try to get the ball back. Uh, Then the other way of getting one yard from the seven-yard line and trying to score a touchdown, Uh, when you gamble with that, like you're responsible for the outcome either way. And it just – it feels like every time he makes a big decision in the fourth quarter, uh, something bad happens. And (laughs) I don't know if that's a product of, uh, you know, when you gamble with a bad team – you know, you're you're just gonna end up with snake eyes more often than not, uh, as opposed to gambling when Peyton Manning's your quarterback. Uh, but that's just something you know, as the head coach, you're accountable for. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it doesn't feel like anything's worked for him. What do you think? What, what do you think
0: was a worse call? Not going for it on fourth and one, or on third and one. Not having Andy Janovich on the field and yeah. pitching it wide left to Philip yeah. the, um, and maybe not even have like going with Lindsay instead of Royce Freeman and trying to just pick up, you know,
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't like, uh, I don't really like to second guess like the actual play calls themselves, because I think those are just like, I think you usually do that based on personnel or whatever. Um, Because I don't know. It's like some, if that works, you know, we're definitely not going to second guess it, but I'll second guess like the decision to go for it more than like the, whatever play call you have on third and one. Obviously, if I was the offensive coordinator, uh, Andy Janovich would get like twenty carries a game in my <laughs> offense. Uh, <laughs>
0: well, if if I was the offensive coordinator, uh, all of my starters would be sitting by the third into the third quarter. Why is that? Because we'd be up. A, we'd be ahead by forty points every game. Oh, that's a good point. That's a, I yeah. Well, or behind. Um, my quarterback would set the touchdown record. And by not playing in the fourth quarter of every game, he would, you know, essentially play
1: three less games than all the other quarterbacks. So basically, twenty thirteen, Pey- Peyton Manning. <laughs> yeah, but oh, I like No, it's a, it's a good offensive strategy just to have the best quarterback. It's been working uh, well for Andy Reid this season. I'd be like, uh, guys, we're not going to go for a first down on this play. We're going for a touchdown. <laughs> You see, I told him to hit that home run. <laughs> see? That's how you do it. Good strategy, sir. Um, okay, Broncos
0: play the Raiders s- Monday night. We obviously yep. don't really give a shit. Uh, nope. Do you want the Broncos to win or lose this game?
1: Win. Okay, me too. Uh, I want them to win. It'd be nice to hand the Raiders their final L in Oakland.
0: Yeah, I think that would be t- – I think that is uh, somewhat poetic. If the Broncos could be the
1: last team to beat the
0: Raiders in Oakland,
1: I think if you're worried about a draft position, um, like if, unless you're like, it's really coming down to the last, like, few, like, last few minutes and, like, you're in contention for the first pick, like the Buccaneers were a few years ago and they, like, clearly folded. Uh, I think you're a nerd if you root for your team to lose to get a higher draft pick. That's just my opinion.
0: I think right now, too, there's so many teams that are just like a lot have much shittier records than the Broncos. Like, yeah, that's part of it. At this point, like, there's
1: not a ton to gain there. So it's like, I mean, you know, like, you're not automatically promised a better pick or a better player with a better pick. Like, just the Raiders took Colton Miller uh, before the Chargers took Derwin James. Right. Yeah. So it, it really guarantees nothing.
0: No, it doesn't. And, if the Broncos beat the Raiders, final game in Oakland, which still kinda up in the air. Like they Yeah. I who knows where it's, they play next year. But it yeah, could be. And then if they upset the Chargers <laughs> and kind of just fuck up their uh playoff seating a little bit, um, you know. I mean they they've already clinched a spot. They're definitely a wild card team, but then Vance Joseph gets his job back. Yeah. No, that's going too far. No, 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 no. no. We're not gonna say that. No. <laughs>
1: All right. So now, uh, hold on, hold on. What's your favorite uh, memory of the Coliseum? I I don't know. You gotta have one. One game. We've been playing Uh, there for a long time, Brandon.
0: Yeah, you know my memory too, Will. I barely remember (laughs) what the fuck happened last week. I think I don't. I don't know. You know what was good (laughs) is uh, didn't the Broncos beat the shit out of the Raiders? For the season opener on Monday Night Football with Eddie yeah. Royal.
1: Yeah. Eddie Royal, like, had – Back when uh, – Was that Cutler yeah. or Plummer? No, that was Cutler. That was you know Cutler. who was calling that game? That was, like, the late Monday Night Football game. Uh, Mike Greenberg was doing play-by-play. Mike Golick was doing color. And oh, the other shit. guy doing color was Mike Ditka.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Mike Mike, and Mike, huh?
1: Yep. What a, that's, the, that's one of the things I remember from that game.
0: Yeah. I'd, I don't remember that. Fuck.
1: I'm going to – Eddie Royal is legit. Yeah, and that was, like, his best game. Uh, <laughs> except for, like, that Chargers game. No, he was still later.
0: good. He just Cutler, – Cutler looked like the future, man. So, that was Josh McDaniels in, right? Or was that Shanahan still? No, that's still Shanahan. That was she, Shanahan's final year maybe?
1: Second yeah, it was. Year. Yeah, something like no, that. This was last year. Yeah, then McDaniels got Eddie Royal. It was like, hmm. Let's not throw the ball to this guy who had 93 catches last year. This guy who That's plays the slot
0: very well, yeah. just like that Wes Welker, you know. yeah.
1: I don't have any use for him. Although um, I don't know if Wes Welker was. He doesn't really fit. He, he doesn't I'm really not sure fit, he
0: was yeah. in the league. He, I don't know if he was a Patriot yet. I can't remember.
1: Eddie Royal didn't really fit the uh, Josh McDaniels mold quite as well as Brandon Stokely did. So That's right.
0: You'll never be yeah. Eddie Royal. This is obviously a setup for your favorite memory. What what is it?
1: Oh, I mean, I have a few of them. Just because I've been to a number of games. Of the just give me
0: one. I just want one.
1: <laughs> All right, 2014. Uh, I was in the stands behind the Broncos uh, sideline. Brock Osweiler thought he was going in for the fourth quarter, <laughs> and then couldn't find his helmet. And then Peyton Manning <laughs> ran onto the field, and then uh, Brock Osweiler. Uh, threw his arms up in disgust from afar.
0: Yeah, that was great. And that's when
1: he decided decided not to re-sign. Not in
0: 2015. (laughs) Uh, uh, That was C.J. Anderson's uh, breakout game, right? Came against the Raiders. Uh, And Chris Harris Jr.'s pick six for the victory against the Raiders. uh, Pretty important for 2015. And that was in over. There, we covered them all. Now yep. let's talk about the rest of the league. You're telling me Cam Newton done for the season?
1: Yeah. So uh, get pumped for uh, Taylor Heineke. <laughs> that's all I have to say. <laughs>
0: Who the fuck is that? They're, that's their backup.
1: <laughs> yeah. I never. Uh, I have never heard Gander's. of that guy. That's, Taylor well, Heineke. That's your problem. What? Where yeah. did he? You know? Where did he play college? Where's he from? I'm, I have no idea where he played college. I just know that he plays for the Panthers. Uh, No, this is probably the right move for the Panthers because Cam Newton hasn't looked very good, obviously, in the last four games. Uh, I don't know if that's all injury-based. It's a shoulder. Um, They're saying he's got
0: basically like the same injury Andrew Luck had in his shoulder.
1: Yeah, which is not a good idea to play with that. Otherwise, you could miss a whole season like Andrew Luck. Exactly. That's why they're Uh, resting him. Yeah, it feels like, I don't know, Cam has always been – Mechanically a little lacking as a quarterback, and Booger McFarlane brought it up, yeah, on the Monday night football broadcast, which I thought was fair, but uh yeah, this is the right this is the right move for the Panthers they're already out of yep. it. Uh, Cams
0: basically uh, had two two seasons where he consistently he looked like uh like he had the arm talent. To be accurate. Yeah. And that was his rookie season in 2015 when the Panthers made their Super Bowl run. Yeah. Like, he legit played really good football, you know, as a passing quarterback, in addition to being, you know, a fucking giant man out there who can run over people. <laughs> so, in this season, which is, you know, it's crazy. It's like you've got Mitch Trubisky, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Uh, you've got these guys who are making as many plays with their legs from the quarterback position. uh, And two of those three guys are in the, you know, the, the playoff hunt right now. Uh, It's just like, part of me like sees that and it's like, well, like if you're struggling with your, your quarterbacks, the way the Broncos have been, it's like, just bring me, bring in a fucking mediocre passer, but a guy who can fucking run the ball and give your chance your, – your team, like, a chance to – I don't know. I think it makes you – can, you can ride the above – slightly above average wave with a quarterback who is equally dangerous, you know, running the ball. Even though that's not a good long-term solution, like, I think Josh Allen and Mitch Trubisky might die before they have long, awesome. successful careers in the NFL. But, like, at this point, I would take Josh Allen over Case Keenum for – if like I got to switch them midway through the year, and Josh Allen's one of the most inaccurate passers in the
1: league, but mm, I like who, watching those guys play more right now. You know who can uh, throw and pass? Hmm. Colin Kaepernick. There we go. No, I'm what, just was, I don't wanna, what was what no, well, was going to what was uh
0: what's the Panthers backup quarterback's name? Taylor Heineke. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, I've heard of Colin Kaepernick. Well,
1: <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um. Let's talk about the Pro Bowl snubs because uh, I don't know if the Pro Bowl is as interesting as it used to be because it feels like yeah. everybody passes. Uh, I mean, the Pro Bowl is not interesting. I, it's kind of interesting to see who gets the nod. Uh, and it's nice to see guys like Philip Lindsay, who we talked about, get recognition. But there's oh, a lot so of guys that I think uh, just got skipped over. And part of it is because of they get overshadowed or they're just, like, not enough slots at stacked positions, um, especially, you know, running back in the NFC, like we're going to talk about. But uh, who are, like, your biggest – like, three biggest snubs, in your opinion?
0: Uh, and I'm working on a, a video for this, but the guys I think that are the biggest snubs, Andrew Luck. Uh Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, Patrick Mahomes get in ahead of Luck. Uh, I think it's – you usually easily argue Andrew Luck's been better this season than Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, Rivers, Mahomes, I guess they deserve it, even though they're AFC West rivals. And then another Colt
1: rookie, linebacker, Darius Leonard. Um, that was odd. Uh, yeah, I felt like uh, he should probably get over someone like Bernardrick McKinney. Yeah, and I think – uh, Bernardrick, but.
0: I think Darius, I mean, I think Darius Leonard is going to be one of those guys who, as long as he stays healthy, is going to get in there, like, every season after this, Uh, but I think Andrew Luck has had a huge effect on the Colts offense, but defense, like, overall, I'm not sure there's really another player uh, other than Darius Leonard who's affected the the defense in the AFC as a whole as, as much as him. Uh, because Colts were like top five worst in almost every defensive category last season. And now they're kind of like uh, right at 10, like 10th best in a ton of categories this year. Yep. And then the the other guy who I think really got shafted is the, the chiefs, uh, Chris Jones. Yeah. Also chiefs, not a good defense, but as of late uh, they've been playing better and their pass rush has been really good, uh, better than the, Probably better than the Broncos and the Chargers pass rush, which I would not have predicted this season. And a big reason for that is Chris Jones is just wreaking havoc on the defensive line. So,
1: this is payback, I will say. This is payback for when the Chiefs went two and fourteen and had the most pro bowlers. Oh uh, yeah. When when was that? Uh
0: 2012.
1: Oh man. That's yeah. Human, I don't remember that. Who were some yeah. of the guys that got uh, in? Derek Johnson, who's still playing for the Raiders, if you watch first take. um, I don't know if Jamal Charles was there. Uh, pre- yeah, if- Charles was there. That was, was there. one of those seasons. I don't know if it was hurt that season, though. Uh, Eric Berry got voted in. Yeah. Uh, another linebacker, I think. That's crazy. Just some and guys then, I don't remember.
0: The other weird thing with the Chiefs is – Eric Fisher got in, oh, yeah, and their right tackle Mitchell Schwartz has been like ten times better than him.
1: <laughs> no, people are just like left tackles. Like people just still assume that left tackles are just way more important than right tackles, which uh, I think everybody has proved isn't because like people like Von Miller line up against right tackles. Um, but yeah, people just assume that like if you're decent, and you play left tackle. Like that's the most valuable position on the field.
0: Yeah, well, and like Eric Fisher's been. He's just been like average this year,
1: which is a huge improvement for him because yeah.
0: he's been a terrible left tackle. <laughs> he's been like,
1: What just, a bad draft that
0: was. <laughs> and uh, what was I going to say? Oh, and in and Andrew Luck's tight end, Eric Ebron gets the Pro, a pro Bowl vote. He's in the Pro
1: Bowl. Yeah, definitely uh, deserving.
0: Which, who turned him into a Pro Bowl tight end? <laughs>
1: Andrew fucking lucked it <laughs> just the, the joy of
0: leaving Detroit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, luck has the second most touchdown passes this season. 34. Um, it's just, I don't know. He, he getting in, I, I get why Tom Brady goes in because usually the pro bowl is kind of just like, once you've been in a couple times, you're going to get voted yeah. in every time because it's like players
1: know you fans know you. Um, but yeah, why do we why do we want to vote in Tom Brady anyway? He's not going to go.
0: Yeah, he's not going to go and he's having one of his worst seasons in a while. And it's still he's still having a good season, but it's
1: okay. Good enough. I mean I guess so, yeah. I mean, I, I also thought like uh the NFC equivalent of that is Aaron Rodgers getting in over Matt Ryan. Uh, neither of them have you know, done a lot of winning this season, but Matt Ryan's got better numbers.
0: Well, I'd uh, say Aaron Rodgers Ryan, finally
1: threw an interception. Yeah, Weird. I would
0: say Russell Wilson more deserving than Ryan and Rodgers.
1: Yeah, that's fair too. That's fair
0: because I think Russell Wilson is third in most touch. He him and Rivers might be tied for like thirty one touchdowns or some shit. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers and. God knows people people know I love Aaron Rodgers, but this is not a Pro Bowl season at all for him. Whether no. you know part of that's to due to his injury or not.
1: Uh yeah, I feel like I'd be if I were Aaron Rodgers, I'd kind of like be embarrassed to go to the Pro Bowl after this year. You're like uh like, I don't want thanks? this. Like I've been shitty. Uh yeah, I was like shitty on purpose to get rid of Mike McCarthy and and now like it's stuck, like when you make a weird face and it won't go away. <laughs> yeah, I mean <clears throat> russell wilson
0: andrew luck probably the two big quarterback snubs uh who yeah. are
1: who are some of your guys um who yeah, are you gonna... what, who are you thinking about who are the guy who, who are you thinking about i'm thinking about hunter henry <laughs> uh sorry i got him confused for virgil green uh classic mix-up oh uh, yeah think about Derek jump um i'm thinking about juju smith schuster i think he's probably been the most valuable receiver for the Steelers this year. And I know that's kind of a uh, blasphemous to say about a team with Antonio Brown on the other yeah. side, but Brown gets in. Cause he has taken the top off of defenses. Brown, Brown gets all
0: the touchdown targets. He has 13 touchdowns this season. Juju has like six or seven. Uh, yeah. And Brown has the name, the recognition. But indeed he does. I think if you look if you look at their bodies of work this year, you're right. I think like Juju's been more important to that team. And he does the dirty shit, like yeah, he blocks. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, which is important. Uh although I don't feel bad for the Steelers because they got uh their left tackle, left guard, and center all in the Pro Bowl this year. Um, which I guess is just like people saying, like, we uh we appreciate you for making it work with whoever's there at running back and you guys are more <laughs> important than Le'Veon Bell. That's kind of what the NFL is saying uh, by giving them all the all the Pro Bowl votes there. Uh, but another guy is DeForest Buckner, who's been quietly having a really, really good season with the 49ers and uh, pretty much wrecked the yeah. game in Seattle and was like reason either number one or two, maybe number one being Sebastian Janikowski. Uh, but reason two at least that the 49ers upset the Seahawks for the first time in uh a billion years. Uh so he's been uh he's been really under the radar, but I think uh deserved a little bit of uh, a little bit of love. And then Mike Evans, too, who's become the best receiver in Tampa Bay history in year what, like four or five for him. Uh, yeah.
0: I uh writing my episode like I was trying to pick between Juju Smith Schuster and Mike Evans as who I thought was the bigger wide receiver snub. And, uh, I went with Mike Evans because he's sec. He second most receiving yards this season. And he's done it with two different quarterbacks, like a quarterback shuffle, a quarterback shit show in Tampa. um, so like to me that's just slightly more impressive, even though like I don't know who I would want on my team more, Juju Smith Schuster or Mike Evans. Uh,
1: yeah, that's tough. How They're, tall is how
0: how tall is Schuster? Is he like six uh, one or six, he, one, yeah. uh, six one? Evans like six four. So I'd probably yeah, size wise, four. I would
1: go with Mike Evans. But yeah, it depends what you want out of a receiver. Exactly. Like if you're pairing someone to go opposite Deshaun Jackson, provided that Deshaun Jackson hasn't given up like he did this season, uh, I'd take Mike Evans. But opposite, well, I'd probably Antonio say Brown. opposite Otaniu Brown. <laughs> so, yeah, I think the answer is Mike Evans. Although Juju Smith-Schuster is like 17 years old, so he's just going to keep getting better, probably. I think it, like I think Juju Smith-Schuster like just got his driver's license. <laughs> That's the real reason he was biking everywhere. He's been lying about his age. He's young. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So young, that Juju. Mm. Yes. So young. Yeah, he is 22. And he is 6'1". Yeah, okay.
1: I was right, except for the 22 part. Uh, Alvin Kamara, one of your favorite players, didn't get in. This feels like um, just too many running backs in the NFC. Christian McCaffrey didn't get in either.
0: Yeah, it's I mean, Kamara, McCaffrey, are they're basically like the same running back. They do similar things very well, which is catch passes out of the backfield.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I, okay, question for you. Uh, draft position notwithstanding, so you're not like spending the eighth pick on McCaffrey and like a third rounder on Kamara. Who would you want uh, just in a vacuum between those two guys?
0: Oh, man. That's a good question. There's There's bias towards McCaffrey because of the – The Bronco ties the Ed McCaffrey is his father, but
1: you also like uh, Alvin Kamara.
0: (laughs) Strictly a player, I'm I would take Kamara. Uh, I think and I think I think McCaffrey's he's playing better than I thought he would. He's proving to be like a three down back, he's tough, he's elusive. But I when I watch games, I see Kamara. One, he hurdles people more, which is always cool. But I also see him fucking drop his shoulder and hit, like, hit defenders, like lay pain to defenders. Like, I just think Kamara might be a little bit tougher of a running back. And that's yeah. like, I'm not trying to say that as a knock to McCaffrey. I just think he's, I don't know, he's just a little more gritty. And uh, uh, I don't know. I would, I guess, yeah, I would take Kamara.
1: That's fair. I, th- I think you could uh, – I think it helps Kamara that he plays a Drew Brees because like we were talking about, uh, Brees is a lot more accurate on those short passes than um, than Cam Newton is because Newton's an upper body thrower, uh, to borrow a phrase from Booger McFarland. Uh, but I think uh, – I don't think you could go wrong with either guy.
0: No, was- they're both great. Um- yeah.
1: And I think they're kind of used differently. Like the, the Saints could use Alvin Kamara more and you could probably have numbers like Christian McCaffrey. Uh, but they have Mark Ingram, so.
0: Yeah, and uh, I think word. Kamara was on pace. I think Kamara, like if Mark Ingram, say, was suspended this entire season, I think Kamara yeah. would have, he'd be leading, um, you know, all the running backs for for rushing yards, I feel like, in the, the NFC. Uh, I don't know if he'd be ahead of Todd Gurley's 17
1: rushing touchdowns. That's uh, a pretty tough one. Yeah, that's that's crazy to me. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Rams running backs, some news we didn't really get to, but they're about to sign CJ Anderson. I don't know if they have already or it's just kind of in the works, but yeah, CJ they... is getting his like uh, third team of the year.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's going to they're
1: yeah, he's going to back up Todd Gurley. So, it's about right because they had uh, no one behind Todd Gurley. And it turns out you have to have more than one running back. Uh, when things go south like they did on Sunday night.
0: Yeah, I think uh, that's a good move for – for.
1: Yeah. So are, does game. that mean we're officially rooting for the Rams uh, to go to the Super Bowl from the NFC?
0: I don't know who I'm rooting for yet. I will say this, though. I just was looking at Kamara's stats, and they have basically stayed the same in terms of his rushing yards per game, even with Ingram. So, I think,
1: pretty
0: I, impressive.
1: There. I think I was well,
0: there. so it's all about total yards with those guys, yeah. No, because he gets a lot of passes. Who's who am I right? Uh, who am I rooting for in the NFC? I kind of, I kind of, we just to,
1: like do our endorsements before the playoffs,
0: yeah. Like, I kind of want to, I want to see the Saints, okay. I, but I mean, I would be happy with the Rams too, because with CJ, we could sell a lot Khalid, of beating golf. Phillips there beating golf. like. And I like the Rams. Like, they're a fun team to watch. But I want to see Drew Brees get one more crack at a Super Bowl. And right now, I want to see a Drew Brees versus Phillip Rivers. Philip
1: Rivers, yeah, yeah. I saw which it. I knew where that was going.
0: We talked about that, like, quite a while ago on this podcast.
1: Yeah, uh, I think we did. Uh, no, yeah. if like, It was before I, the Chargers got hot, like, super hot. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, it's probably back when I was still when I still thought the the Chargers were frauds, um, <laughs> which I'll never denounce. Uh, yeah, no, like I the thing with Rivers is I kind of do want to see him in a Super Bowl, just because uh, just so he like, can. Lose. I think he's like, yeah, but, well, sort of that, but like I think he deserves to at least get a chance. Yeah, I don't want to see him win necessarily, and that's just me being a a very biased Broncos fan that hasn't liked Philip Rivers from two thousand six. But it feels right that, like, those guys should at least, like, be on the biggest stage, if Yeah, that makes sense.
0: I think, like, they have both earned the right to get – well, Breeze to get back there and Rivers to get there. And I think they have the best defenses in their – as, the like, you're looking at the top teams in the NFL – which are a lot of these offensive uh, sort of um, driven teams like the Chiefs, the Rams, Uh, I feel like complete teams, the Saints, their defense kept them in, uh, you know, the last game. And the Chargers, as Joey Bosa gets healthy, uh, you know, compared to the Chiefs, I think they still have a better defense uh, compared to the Patriots, the Steelers, like – I don't know. The Ravens Conspir- have yeah, really go ahead. best defense in the, the AFC. That, uh, it's a team that could be in the playoffs, but uh, I don't know. You look at just two teams where you can see their their defense winning the game for them or their offense. I think the Saints and the Chargers kind of show that most effectively.
1: Uh, I was going to say a conspiracy theory that I, I just thought of right now. Uh, is it a coincidence that Joey, Joey – Bosa came back for the Chargers at the same exact time that Nick Bosa left Ohio State? Uh, Just, putting no. no. Just, yes, no. Just putting it out there. No, Yes, no. Putting
0: it out there. Are they the same guy?
1: <laughs> Pretty close. Same player? I'm talking about Derek Johnson. I'm talking about... <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about it, also, is it a coincidence that Hunter Henry uh, might be reactivated after oh, Stephen shit. A. Smith brought him up last week,
0: yeah, his broken leg yeah. or whatever. What the fuck did did he break his leg or did I think he-, he tore his
1: ACL back Uh-oh. in like May? Though it was a long time ago. Yeah, that's close. Maybe Stephen oh. A. Smith is just like so informed that he's like ahead of everybody else.
0: Maybe, maybe <laughs> Stephen's his
1: mind's yeah. working in the future. He's simply too prepared. <laughs> it's the problem. He's definitely not a hack that uh, that's um, you know, not worthy of a show on ESPN uh, for another time, though. We've got a few games with playoff implications that we should talk about uh, more yeah. than the other games. Yes. So we've got a nice slate of games here. Uh, I want to start with the Saturday game. I think it's the second game. which Yeah, it's the, the evening game. Yeah, this is a game I'm looking forward to. Baltimore Ravens at the Los Angeles Chargers uh, I don't know if Ravens fans really travel very well. Um, I don't know if there's a lot of Ravens fans in L.A., so I don't know. Maybe there won't be anybody at the stadium, especially uh, as it gets closer to the holiday season. I know there uh, are
0: some Ravens fans yeah. in Temecula, California. Is that true? That's where I watched uh, the Broncos lose to the Ravens in the playoffs. Oh, no. In the bar.
1: Yikes. Yeah, so I guess so.
0: There was at um, least one Ravens fan there who was talking shit the whole game.
1: Did not like that guy.
0: Nope. Wearing a wearing a Web jersey.
1: A Lardarius Webb jersey. I think so. Their corner. Yeah, he was their corner, right? Tough. Yeah, I don't think he's even playing in that game. Um, what do you expect from Lamar Jackson? Not only in this game, but like, do you think he's the like? If you're trying to win a Super Bowl. Uh, in Baltimore this year, which I don't think it's probably not going to happen with either guy, but, like, who are you putting your money on, Lamar Jackson or or old Joe Flacco? Oh, man, in the playoffs? To not only uh, win in the playoffs, but to get there in the first place.
0: I mean, if (laughs) I just just made a strong case for how much I love watching the running quarterbacks this season that can't throw very well. But and I don't trust Joe
1: Flacco. That's the thing. Like, yeah, I think it's just bad karma to go from Lamar Jackson right now. Yeah, I just anything.
0: stick with him. I guess I think I think the Chargers' defense is gonna fuck him up.
1: Yeah, probably. Um, right. Feels like Derwin James could have like two picks, and uh, yeah, yeah, either Bosa or Ingram are gonna like strip sack him. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Like, I don't I – don't Lamar Jackson's kind of been a hot-button issue uh, dating back to the draft. And I don't really, like, have any strong opinions on him one way or another. Like, I think he should be a quarterback. I also don't think he's going to be that good of a quarterback. Um, but I don't know. Like, he could, he could win out, and uh, I could see him, like, beating a very good team in the wild card round. Like the Patriots yeah. or something.
0: I mean, I I think, like, the the Ravens' defense is that good. They're going to keep the team in a game. And what you have with Lamar Jackson is, uh, honestly, I think he's a better passer than, you know, Josh Allen is. Uh, But, like, he can break open – I don't know. Like, if, if the game's close, he can make a play that gets your offense in a position yeah. to win the game. Like, and, and he and
1: makes he makes their running game better too. Exactly. Which like, really, really helps this time of year.
0: And right now, like uh, the teams winning are the teams running the football well. Like all the teams winning yep. are fucking rushing for a ton of yards right now. And maybe my favorite thing that's happened. This has been a really good football season. In that, I don't know the first month and a half. Everybody was, it was all about the offenses and first two months. Uh, and then, you know, you got that crazy, the crazy primetime game between the chiefs and the Rams where, Oh, this is the future of the NFL. And then like the last <laughs> few weeks, it's been all defense and running the football. Like it's just nice yeah. that there's been both and uh, defenses are proving to be kind of like, the the thing that's showing which teams maybe have the best chance to get the Super Bowl. And right now, I think it's cool that there's not one team that looks like a clear-cut favorite to make it to the Super Bowl. So
1: Yeah, but- I agree, yeah. Uh, it feels like this is the first year that we haven't just, like, accepted the inevit- inevitability that the Patriots are going to be there in the AFC, and they're probably going to be favored over whoever the NFC spits out at them.
0: Right, exactly. So which I think nice. that's what it's really makes nice. – makes it fun, and it's like, I don't know, teams like Tennessee, this is their second season where they're pushing for it. The Colts, I don't think anybody expected to be a, a playoff contender, even with Andrew Luck back. The Texans, uh, the, another year they're, they're fighting up there. So the, there's just different teams
1: yeah. involved too, which I, the NFL,
0: <laughs> I guess, does well, but I don't know.
1: As like if I was a, a non-biased observer, observer, I'd be very glad if the Broncos weren't in the playoff mix anymore. Because <laughs> like I'd rather watch the Colts in the in the wild card round at least than uh whatever the Broncos would have to offer.
0: Right. And the Colts look like a dangerous team. If they can yeah, just they it, who needs to lose the Ravens need to lose for the Colts to, to have a shot. Which could very well happen. And I guess uh who's are the Titans ahead of the Colts
1: in the AFC playoff seeding? Um, I think it's. I think they're probably even, right? Because I think they've. Well, I think they still have to play head to head. Okay. Or maybe they have to play the Texans. I don't know.
0: Don't oh, worry the- about it until
1: next week. Oh no, no, the Colts do play the Titans. Uh, the last game of the season.
0: Oh, nice. So they can. Could- They, if they win this week, they control their destiny. As long as the the Ravens lose, yeah. Uh, And now, another game: Washington and Tennessee have playoff implications for both teams. Which I guess the story kind of lost in Washington is probably that their defense is actually pretty damn good too.
1: Uh, Yeah, and they were a team that uh, was destined to win the NFC East until. Alex Smith befell one of the worst injuries uh, in recent memory.
0: Yeah, and I think he's – Alex Smith is back home. He's Yeah,
1: yeah, he's out of the hospital. Which fought off great.
0: the infection or whatever. But, mm-hmm. yeah, so Washington's defense is, is playing really well. Going against the biggest mystery team, in my opinion, uh, <laughs> Tennessee <laughs> fucking Titans. Although I
1: think they have found a little bit of an identity over the last two weeks with Derrick Henry, and that identity is just have Derrick Henry – run for a lot of yards and a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. Was it 170 yards last week? Yeah. He's ran for uh, over 400 yards in the last two games.
0: Yeah. That's insane. Like
1: obviously like a fourth sense. of like that on one carry, but you know, that's, pretty.
0: that's the perfect compliment to a Titans defense. That's playing well to their head coach, Mike Vrabel. And then yeah. Marcus Mariota, who you still don't know if he's a good NFL quarterback, the one thing he's done this season has is he's been safe with the football. He hasn't made stupid mistakes. So if you give him a running back that can get you 150 yards a game and you don't have to ask him to do a lot, also another guy who every now and then can make a play with his legs, like that's a, that's a dangerous team as well.
1: Yeah, I think out of the three teams left for that sixth seed, uh, the Titans, the Ravens, and the Colts, I think I'd rather see the Colts. Just yeah, the, I think
0: the the Colts in terms just of
1: like, entertainment, right?
0: And the Colts have a good defense too. Uh, not necessarily as good as Washing or uh, Tennessee or Baltimore, but the Colts' offense, I think, is significantly better. Um, and Andrew Luck now has Marlon Mack to you yeah. know, like the the Cowboys game without Marlon Mack, the Colts don't win that game. So uh, Naheem Hines, ever heard of him? Naheem Hines. Uh, yeah, Favorite we just from this
1: podcast.
0: run the football, play defense in December, and you got a chance.
1: Any of these uh, other games especially uh, interest you? Uh,
0: you got Texans, Eagles. That's interesting just because the Eagles won. Uh, I'm going to – oh, man, that's a tough one because I want the Texans to keep their spot ahead of the Patriots
1: Yes, but we're—I mean,
0: who's we're not going to about
1: Nick Foles, Yeah, who's
0: not going to root for the Nick Foles story? So I'll just let the football gods decide that one. Bills actually have a chance to keep the game within two touchdowns against the Patriots. Uh, State, <laughs> Saint Steelers—that's that'll be
1: interesting. I think that's going to be a runaway Saints win. Uh, we'll see. I, yeah, I think the Saints. know, uh, they haven't played offense like they. I think their like offense gets
0: back on track like against like the. Like they Steelers. had early, and a lot of really good teams uh, that win most like teams that start like ten and one. I feel like they lose two two late season games. You know, when the Broncos yeah. were were trying to go undefeated in their ninety eight run or whatever, they lose to the Giants and the Dolphins. Like. I feel like that's kind of just what's going on with the Saints. It's,
1: yeah, it's very hard to go like 15 and 1.
0: Yeah, because all of a sudden you know you're in the playoffs and then you yeah. you're, you're playing against other teams fighting like for a chance to get in or just a terrible team who you know wants to be a spoiler and they play great football one weekend like the fucking Dolphins did the 49ers, yeah, at, the
1: 49ers yeah. Yeah, the
0: and the Dolphins did the the Patriots this season
1: right uh yes you want to go through these and actually like uh make our official predictions yes we were both eight and eight last week too so uh whatever the series was at before then it is exactly the same exact same uh all right so let's start off with uh those saturday games washington at tennessee what do you got
0: i'm gonna take tennessee
1: yeah i'm gonna take tennessee too um Josh Johnson starting again. Uh, I guess a better option than Mark Sanchez, but uh, I think he's probably going to have to wait eleven more years for his second win. Unfortunately. Yeah, I mean,
0: he uh, played Jacksonville. Also, good defense, but uh, Tennessee's a better team. So we're both going Tennessee.
1: Yep, Baltimore at Chargers. I'm going to go with the. Ugh, I'm going to go with the Chargers. I'll take the Ravens. Hmm. I feel like... Um,
0: Chargers got 10 days rest. Yeah. Big win over Kansas City. They're going to blow the final game to the Broncos. That's why I think they win this uh, one. Okay.
1: I'll accept that uh, explanation. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Giants at Colts. I'll take the Colts. Yeah, I'll take the Colts too. The Yeah, the Giants and the Cowboys shut out last week. Uh, yeah. At the same exact time, which was pretty hilarious. Uh, Texans at Eagles I assume you're taking the Texans based on what you said earlier yeah I got the Texans I'm to take the Eagles All right. I feel like the Texans nearly lost a game that they really should have uh, won handily against the Jets and that's fair I don't know I don't think they like to play on the East Coast All right. I'm going to take the Eagles All Big right. Dick Nick keeps it rolling, Bills at Patriots take the patriots
0: yeah i'll take the patriots too but i will be a big bills fan big bills fan this weekend i hope josh allen uh rushes for over 150 yards
1: no i hope so too um it's possible he could yeah he could break (laughs) tom brady's career rushing mark uh next week yeah Mm. Steelers at Saints. Oh I yeah. I hope
0: said- Brady loses his rushing title next week.
1: That would be nice.
0: Okay. Sorry.
1: Steelers <laughs> at Saints. Yeah, I already said the Saints. Saints for me, too. Copcat. Uh Chiefs at Seahawks. Hmm. Hmm. While you're deliberating, I'm going to take the Seahawks.
0: Okay, I'll go Chiefs. Okay.
1: Uh, All right. Uh, The barely watchables. Shout out, Bill Simmons. Uh, Jaguars at Dolphins.
0: Uh,
1: Well, I should say this has playoff implications, too, for the Dolphins, although they're – They're not out after losing? No, I don't think so. God.
0: Give me the Jags to put them out of their misery.
1: Oh, interesting. Jacksonville. Uh, I want to talk about Joe Flacco going to Jacksonville next season. Do you see that at all? Oh no, I think he's too hairy for Florida.
0: <laughs> That's why I don't live there.
1: <laughs> yeah, same. Um, yeah, I'm taking the Dolphins. Falcons at Panthers. Oh, give me the Falcons.
0: Yeah, go Falcons.
1: Tyler, uh, Taylor Heineke is his name.
0: Taylor Lautner.
1: <laughs> Tyler Heineken. Uh, Bengals at Browns. Is, you got to take Please, the Browns this one, right? Got
0: to take the Browns. They've got to win to stay alive.
1: I don't think they're. Are they still alive? I don't know. I don't think they are. Um, it might be for like the the North. Who knows? Um, Papa, Vike Wait, no, no, no. I'm all mixed up. Buccaneers at Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Cowboys too. Even though they sucked last week, they sucked like a week later than I thought they would. I thought they'd suck against the Eagles, but they just, you know, they waited again. Stephen A. Smith brain. I'm just uh, so ahead. You're ahead. Vikings at Lions. No carry on Johnson for the Lions. Vikings. Yeah, I'll take the Vikings too. Uh, Yeah, I don't expect you to come back and beat the Vikings after losing to the Bills. Unfortunately.
0: Mm -mm.
1: Packers at Jets. This is really a terrible game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, A lot of green in this game, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Too much, I would say.
0: Is Aaron Rodgers playing? I think so. Then I'll take the Packers.
1: Didn't read anything to the contrary. Yeah, I'll take the Packers as well. No, no I'm going to take the Jets, actually. Okay. I think the Jets made some strides against Houston, even though I didn't watch the game because I was tailgating in the parking lot. But I was listening on the radio. Okay, so I'm gonna take uh gonna whatever take the, you say. The Jets, 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 and also Jets. Rams at Cardinals, actually what? the worst game.
0: Rams, biggest mitch- mismatch.
1: Yeah, yep, yep, yep. This is what the Rams need to get back on track. Get right game. Bears for the Rams. at 49ers. I'm gonna take it's the better Bears. Better looked, but uh. But I won't be wow.
0: surprised if the 49ers win this game.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, give me the 49ers. It feels like this is just Kyle Shanahan's move, is to just lose until like he needs to win to keep his job, and just reel off wins.
0: Yeah, you're right. He's got he's got it figured out.
1: Yeah, he's got it. He's got it all set up. All right, we did it. There's our picks. We made it. We Take picked it all
0: the games. We updated you with the football news of. Your life. Yep. And we'll be back next week. Adios. Bye.